Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Please be advised that Six Degrees of Reality TV contains explicit language. Welcome to Six Degrees of Reality TV, the podcast where two MFAs try to figure out what the hell is happening on our screens. My name is Amy, and I hold an MFA in creative nonfiction. And my name is Leslie, and I hold an MFA in creative writing fiction. And together, we are trying to uncover what it means to fall in love on reality TV. Hi, everyone. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Six Degrees of Reality TV. My name is Amy, and I'm your co-host. And I'm Leslie. Hey, Amy. Long time no see. Hey, Leslie. Guys, we had last week off. I mean, we we just, we couldn't make it work. We promised yeah. you, and then we couldn't make it work. And then I made an announcement that ended up being all wrong. So <laughs> <laughs> we decided to give you a little bonus episode this week. So this episode is just going to be sort of very high level talking about some stuff that happened in that episode we missed. Then we have our top three favorite moments. Now we don't, they don't have to be great. They don't have to be bad. They're just our top three favorite, like something we really enjoy talking about. And then we're going to do predictions. So before we get to that, Leslie, let's hear about your trip to Florida and your amazing white gown that you had on Facebook. Guys, I Photoshopped myself. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> on the Gala. red carpet of the Met Gala. You know, I was in Florida for my godson's christening and I wore like this white gown. Guys, it looks pretty awesome. It was very affordable. Sheen, thank you very much. You They're looked amazing. You looked amazing. Thank you. Yeah, I was wearing, there was a lot going on underneath that dress to look like that. Let's just be honest. I will tell you, (laughs) spoiler alert, you will never see a full body shot of me on a red carpet. (laughs) Even photoshopped. (laughs) So yeah, so I thought it was funny that I would like photoshop myself onto the red carpet because it was like the mecca and I had those pictures and I thought that I looked really cute. So then I was like, yeah, I'm going to walk the red carpet. Why not? So if if you go on Instagram, you'll see me photoshop on the Mecca red carpet. But yes, Florida was fun. It was like 86 degrees, a big Ooh. change in New York City, which has been bouncing from 60 to 40. Like I know, I know. It's insane. And today it's raining. So it was nice. I, it is like middle like, of May and they're saying we might get snow flurries here tonight. Oh, hell no. <sighs> we just have rain. Yeah. All it's, weekend. It's bad. It's bad. Um, let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Are you watching Johnny Depp Amber Heard? What is going on? Okay, so what is happening? <laughs> I feel like I get the highlights from Facebook, obviously, because mm-hmm. that's 
That's our new source. That's our resource. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Guys, do more research outside of Facebook, please. Um, no, but how but to be fair, it? to be fair, that's as much research as I want to do on this. Uh, well, on this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Howard Stern is kind of covering it. Like he kind of plays clips on it and he comments on it. Oh, and really? So I've been kind of following that. There's also a crime podcast on it is on Court TV podcast Ooh. because they bring it on Court TV. And they're breaking it down. Like they have an actual reporter that goes in and she sits okay. through the trial and then she comes out and she reports to Vinny, like the host. So that's really mm-hmm. good. So we could share that. Um, that's great. Because that's an actual breakdown of what's happening. So basically, right. Amber Heard shit on Johnny Depp's bed. and um... Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> and didn't she try to blame the dog? And he's like, uh, I have a toy Yorkie. Like it's yeah. Like, yeah. Our dogs are too small to crack um, that big like I, what is his accent what is the affect i am living for johnny depp's gen x energy with this <laughs> lawyer of his <laughs> like just he has no fucks to give yeah. with this lawyer and I, i'm you know i don't i it to be fair i don't know the facts i don't mm-hmm. know who's guilty who's innocent i have no idea what's going on all I know is these clips of Johnny Depp being a total smart ass to this lawyer are everything to me. Yeah. Everything. You know, to be fair, I think that they were both just toxic to each other. They were not good together. Yes. They were both yes. antagonizing each other. I don't know who hit first, you know, but um, you should never put your hands on someone at all. We, Only in self-defense. We here at Six Degrees of Reality TV do not advocate hitting each other or shitting on each other's beds. No, not at all. Especially the shitting part, because that's kind of gross. So <laughs> um, grumpy. She, because he couldn't describe like how else to say took a shit on my bed. He said she took a grumpy. What? What is that? Uh, you what know, are these your words? Your face kind of contorts into like a grumpy, <laughs> <laughs> like the dwarf from like the Seven Dwarfs. Yeah, like yes. what is that? Guys, I hope that my audio sounds okay. I am, it is Friday night at my house, which is, you know, I have two 15 year old daughters. So I am hidden in the guest bedroom in a little corner with my backup mic. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, if there's a problem, um, I'll give you my daughter's phone number. Yeah. And I just ordered like takeout. So my dog might go insane at any moment. Joey might just Joey. be like, <laughs> All right, well, let's get to this. Let's talk yes. about what we missed. So I don't even have an episode number. It was last week. It was before they had the ex couples on to talk about mm-hmm. this, which was so dumb. I did not like that at all. I tuned out like after 10 minutes. Here's what I remember. Now I watched the episode before I went on my vacation. So here's what I remember. We had a real gross scene with Mark taking a fertility test. What is, oh God, that was horrible. Him talking about baby sharks. Then they are in the bathroom, mic'd up, okay? And she's saying his sperm looks like Elmer's glue. That was disgusting. I almost would rather Amber heard shit on my bed than to look (laughs) at Mark's Elmer glue sperm. Right? (laughs) it was just vile neither option is optimal but he needed his cell phone and she was mad she was like you can't use your wife yes he's like give me my cell phone and i can beat off a little bit Uh, guys we just didn't need this whole thing we didn't need to see any of this or know any of this thank you another highlight was 
Steve doing a full on commercial for some jeweler. (laughs) (laughs) Did we need that? No. Should he, knowing that Noi is terrified of their financial security, should he be dropping 10 grand on a new rock for her? No. No. He should show that in his bank statement. Be like, look, honey, look what I have. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else you could think of? Talk about Olajuwon. What happened there? Well, Olajuwon, he did meet with his coach, who is like straight out of central casting. You know, he's just (laughs) coach, coach, coach. Everything is the sports metaphor. He's totally an extra on Friends. A hundred percent. It's just insane. Mm -hmm. So, but super fun to watch. And he does give him good advice, but it's just like, guys, are you reading this off a cue card? Like what is going on? But to be fair, he's kind of telling him like, dude, like if you're going to do this, you got to be fully committed Yeah. because Olajuwon is being wishy-washy at this point. And it's like, you're one day away essentially from decision day. Like you need to figure this shit out. Yeah. And Olajuwon does tell us this is new information, right? That About he his ex. went through this with his ex, right? Mm-hmm. So. so apparently his ex was in college or still figuring out school and couldn't keep up with him with the traveling and kind of didn't have the free time to dedicate herself to him essentially because of her studies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I does think that he, that was the issue. Does he strike you as a world traveler? <laughs> <laughs> well, they traveled to Puerto Rico. They did travel. <laughs> they did. They did. Did he go um, to Vermont or something? <laughs> he just doesn't strike me as a world traveler. Maybe he plans on being a world traveler. And that's well, fine because I do too. Someday when I have money. The way he sips wine out of the pourer, yeah, tells you that he's very cultured <laughs> and well-traveled. And he doesn't know what an alpaca is. Let's not forget. He thinks it's like a giraffe or something. Yeah, like a sheep or something. So I don't there's know. that. Yeah. A llama. <laughs> Not that you would necessarily travel where there's alpaca, mm-hmm. although Scotland would Scotland have alpaca? I feel like they would. I don't know, but and here's the thing there. if I see an animal that I'm not familiar with, I would look for a sign or I'll ask the person, Hey, so what are these called? Like, mm-hmm. you know, so that won't look like a total idiot because I want to know That's what true. I'm looking at. I usually look like a total idiot whenever I go anywhere because I like to just gaze around like I'm just a starer. <laughs> so I always am that idiot looking around constantly. I just right. like to pet animals, wildlife. So one day my hand is just going to be just You're going to be eaten by a cobra. It's only a matter of time. Oh God. Why would I pet a cobra? <laughs> Who does that? I'm not from Florida. I just came from there. Okay. Would you... Uh, would you pet a cobra no. if Jeff Goldblum asked you to? Are we talking about his cobra or like <laughs> a real cobra? What are we talking about? <laughs> he just has a cobra in a bag. It's like dick in a box. You have no idea. <laughs> no, no. I'm sorry, Jeff. I can't. I love you, but no, I can't. Okay. They were predictable and they could like unhinge their jaw and like eat like a big chunk of you. They're freaking gross they're gross i understand don't come for us i know they have they serve a purpose in life they serve a purpose and, and i don't sure. want coexisting with them but i don't need to touch them yeah i don't want to you know be near them they could mm-hmm. live their lives i have no mm-hmm. issues with them <laughs> so our takeaway from this podcast is cobras you do you, <laughs> you live laugh love um anything with jasmine and michael just more more sahara desert between the legs right 
and, and Michael is talking to all his sisters and he's like Claire is like you know everything mm-hmm. yeah I, I did like seeing his other sisters and one of them had a new baby who was like super cute and I was mm-hmm. just like oh my god this is so sweet but I feel so bad for him because he really wants this to work but it's yeah how did Michael go from like oh my god this guy's a tool to he's like a precious baby that needs to be preserved and I love him so much his eyes are always watery and it's just I know he's he's seen so much trauma and tragedy that I want good things for him but Jasmina is not it because she's not into him she's not into him she's just not not into into him him. Mm -mm. so let's move now into our top three favorite moments again however you want to classify these most entertaining wildest things we enjoy talking about whatever so we'll start with the least exciting or whatever so let's hear leslie your number three moment okay so one of the this was fun to watch just because for jasmine and michael because Mm -hmm. their relationship has been so hot and cold but the episode where they were where um, Michael was teaching her how to drive and the driving lesson and the little obstacle course. That was Mm. a great moment for them because they really bonded. They had fun. And, you know, Jasmina didn't look like she wanted to kill him. (laughs) Right. And that was really around the turning point of their relationship. It really was. They really got along. Like it started out with like the game night and them teaming up with charades and all that. But with the driving lesson, that was really where I said, Maybe there's something there, but no, there's not. Yeah, because nothing brings out, and we talked about this at the time, nothing brings out tensions like teaching somebody how to drive. <laughs> so, it's so scary. The fact that he stayed cool during that, pretty impressive, Michael. Because it's almost like he's he was trusting her. Yeah. Like, had that been earlier when they first met, like after the blowout in Puerto Rico? No, that would not. She would have drove them off a cliff just to get rid of them. <laughs> True. True. <laughs> All right. So my number three is any scene with Sriracha. <laughs> I love so much. Yes. <laughs> and I was going, guys, I dug deep for this. I went back through all my notes. Now, unfortunately, that hindered me a little bit because I only cover two couples. Mm-hmm. So I didn't see any of my notes for the other couples. However, I was reading. Do you remember I was calling Steve's brother Dungeons and Dragons? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I was writing in my notes during that episode, like Sriracha meets Dungeons and Dragons. And it was so perfect. So one of my favorite Sriracha scenes is when Steve first meets her and she grills him with the rapid fire questions, which were, why do you travel? Did you eat, pray, love that shit? Did you find yourself? How soon are you thinking about kids? I mean, you're 38. What are your plans to be financially responsible for your future children? What do you want out of life? Who are you? Why are we here? (laughs) (laughs) And Steve's like, all right, all right, all right. I don't know. Whatever. You're like, yeah, I just take it as it comes. Right then and there, we were all like, this could be a problem. Yeah, he's so chill. For what Noi needs. He's super chill, which again, I stand by my original statement that that is probably the hottest thing about him is just his chill, cool confidence. Yeah. Like, okay. Like I'd go through the apocalypse with him. He'd get us through it. (laughs) Yeah. He's very resourceful. They always pick him first into him class. Yeah. He's doing really well for himself. Yeah. He's doing okay. He'll be all right. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay, so let's hear your number two. Okay, so this one is when Katina, this is recent. Ooh. Katina met with one of her girlfriends that she hadn't seen, I think, since the wedding or, or yes. even before the wedding. Yes. And she shows up tipsy already. She was already done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she makes Katina fall out of her chair because she is just like going insane with just leaning over and touching her and just grilling her about Olajuwon. Why haven't they banged if they banged? Do you- you're forgetting the most important part of that conversation. What was that? Do you have a picture of him? Do you have a picture shirtless? Yeah, she wanted to be <laughs> shirtless. Don't we all, though? You know, I go back and forth with him, but when I see him with the shirt off, I go forth. Yeah. <laughs> I go forth. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, he's um that was a good scene and that was very real. And I feel like if you and I were sitting down to dinner, that would be us minus the drinking. Yeah. With the show me shirtless pictures of yes. of Olajuwon. Yes. A hundred percent. Because you would have them all on your phone, I'm sure. Oh my god, totally. I would be screen grabbing all of us. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now this next one for me, my number two, I had to dig deep. And it's gonna bring back a voice I haven't done in quite a while. Oh, God. It is Alyssa's post-tennis meltdown. (laughs) Do you remember this? Yes. First of all, I forgot she was even on the show. Me too. Mm -hmm. I was like, what's her face and what's his nose? (laughs) Yep. So I just have, I just copied and pasted some of what I had written at the time. So if you remember, they set them up to go tennis playing, which was so stupid, right? Mm-hmm. And this is the point where this is right before she lays on him that she wants to share the apartment like it's a stepchild. This is she wants to move into the apartment, but she doesn't want him there. Exactly. Okay. So and remember, we were talking about how she had two personalities, one on camera, one off camera. So off mm-hmm. camera, we have a producer following her and we can hear her saying, he just doesn't stop. <laughs> Do you remember this voice? Yeah. Everybody's driving their car off a cliff right now. You you have a decision to make. Like, why do you have to do that? And the producer's like, why do you want to live in the apartment? Is it a logistical thing? And she says, I love the other girls and I want to be a part of them. This, they're my girls. It goes on and on. And yeah. I wrote, she starts whining like my 15-year-old daughters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then the producers say to her, like, you know, the whole point of this experiment is to move in with your spouse, right? And she's like, it's not fair. But then the highlight comes when we see Chris standing there talking to another producer, just kind of swinging his arms and he's pointing to something and she's going, yuck, look at him just standing there, even looking at his hand gestures. They're so aggressive. And the producer's (laughs) like, He's just pointing at something. She's like, no, he's like, oh, it's so gross. He's pointing. And then the crew asks her if she wants to talk to him. And he's, she says, no, I don't want to talk to him. I hate him. He's a fucking asshole. He's disrespectful. He's rude. And he's doing me dirty. And it's fucking disgusting that a man is treating a woman like that who's been nothing but nice to him. He comes off as a good guy. Well, guess what? He's a shitty car salesman who sells houses. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) I think right then and there, we knew it was over. Yeah, it was definitely over. over. I don't miss her. I don't miss her face. 
I don't miss her voice. I, you know what? I almost wish she stayed because I feel like Lindsay or Katina, not just Mina, she's too classy for this, but Lindsay or Katina would have beat the shit out of her. Don't you think? <laughs> no, because I think she would have like buddy buddied with them because she mm. was like, my girls. You're right. Lindsay would probably fall for it. Katina yeah. would not. No, she would not. She'd no. be like, she's so annoying. She's so fake. Yeah. I don't miss her though. Not at all. Do you think she's going to be at the reunion? Oh, I'm living for that. If she's at the reunion, I take back everything I just said. I don't not miss her anymore. <laughs> I want <laughs> her to be at the reunion. I need that. I need Steve in his emotional maturity reading mm-hmm. her filth. Yes. I need that. I need it. Oh, that would mm-hmm. be great. Okay. So what is your number? We're on number two, right? Yeah. What's your number? Yeah. Two? I did. Didn't I do number two? Was, oh, was, you did. Um, you go yeah. first. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So number okay. One. So number one, what is Leslie's top moment of season 14? Here's the thing. Overall, oh. this season has been so uneventful. Mm-hmm. Real twists and turns other than Alyssa and them like breaking up mm-hmm. early on. We had noodle gates. We did have noodle gate. Then we had the dating app fiasco. We have the dating app fiasco. Mm-hmm. But nothing, nothing oh, no. compares. And I'm quoting Prince. <laughs> nothing <laughs> compares to that bold meltdown. Lindsay. Girl, I knew you were going to pick it. So I did not. Uh, so good. Honey. <laughs> Give us the recap. Give us the recap. So. They're at the bowling alley. All the couples are there. This is the pin light bowling or whatever it was. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she is just going off on him. And he's telling her, calm down, calm down. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, why don't you go back to your mother? And he's like, have another drink. And so then he goes off and she just goes on a tangent in the bathroom, fully mic'd, talking mm-hmm. about how she's there for him and how she had to basically suit up because he lived in a roach infested guys it was bed bugs and mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. took care of the problem it was an mm-hmm. issue they resolved it but she was just going on and on about he, how he doesn't he doesn't bring her to orgasm nope he doesn't make over sixty thousand dollars a year yep. he lives in a shithole these are all <laughs> Lindsay quotes exactly and he has small balls he has small <laughs> balls could you imagine? I can't, you know what? I can't wait for the reunion because I can't wait to see Mark see this. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Yeah, I hope they play that back. Because if I'm Rudy Huxtable, this is the first clip I'm trotting out there. Yep. On the reunion, because I'm assuming she'll host it, right? She's fantastic. No, they'll probably get what Kevin was it? Oh yeah. Because he usually does it. Yeah. Kevin will troll Lindsay. He'll pull yeah. this out. He will. I yep. hope so. Kevin Frazier, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so my. So what number- about you? Because that was one of your couples, but I was like, I need to talk about Mox Tony Balls. Well, but my number one, swimmers, though. My were. number one also involves Lindsay. <laughs> and it was when we first met her and she was shit faced at her wedding. It was so <laughs> great. So I, I, we were coming off the high of like me thinking she looked like Jodie Foster, which I've stopped using that comparison because I love Jodie Foster and she does not deserve that. Um, we come off the high of meeting Kip from Napoleon Dynamite, her brother, yeah. and Bo Bridges. <laughs> and now we meet Lindsay, who's shit faced, gets drunk in the limo heads to the reception here are some highlights from that scene she knocks shit over and the producers are going are you okay are you okay (laughs) she's burping loudly her telling the camera that mark is giving her wop oh uh sex talk at the altar when they can't get the ring on she's going oh i like it rough Ooh, yeah Ooh, gross cringe they're after wedding conversation where she vomits the following info i like this i hate this i'm a tomboy i hate baby talk i like football i rough and tumble i can't have dairy i'm really lucky i'm magic (laughs) and then finally her passed out on the bench which i loved so much when she was saying i want to be a cat when i die (laughs) and then she's going have you ever been to a monkey temple? Monkey scary. Do you have any pets? And Mark looks at the camera and goes, this is a lot. Hey, <laughs> one. I loved that so much. It was probably the happiest I've been outside of the bowling alley scene <laughs> since we started. <laughs> it was just, I was like, wow, we're in for a rough ride with these two. <laughs> It's no wonder the the casting agent saw her and they were like, yep, sign her up, please. Yeah, because this, other than, you know, the Olajuwon being, you know, chauvinistic and all of that. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, Jasmina talking about like her dry vagina. <laughs> you know, there's not much going on here. No, not after Alyssa left. Yeah, yeah. it's like... Now, I do have some honorable mentions, just a mm-hmm. few. One was okay. the bowling alley, which I was sure you were going to say. Yeah. The other one is Alyssa's announcement at dinner that she wanted to have shared custody of the apartment. (laughs) Another one is Steve's drone footage. I am here for that. Whenever he says, I I took a year off and I traveled. And then we see him on a car, on a bridge, and we have drone footage over him. Yeah. Okay. I'm here for that. And then finally, Olajuwon motorboating the exotic dancers at the bachelor party. That was the best. <laughs> that was among the best. You are married, Katina. Now you are married. You are a wife. <laughs> but see, I feel like that is just his way of avoiding any responsibility, right? Like, oh, well, I'm Isaac sometimes. Yeah. And Isaac motorboats the exotic dancers. Not yeah. me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think he got one of them pregnant. It was so obscene. 
All right. So we're almost done here. Let's just very quickly do some predictions okay. before my dogs bark their faces off. Aww. So I'm going to, let's go couple by couple. Okay. Now this is going to air Friday, right? Today's Friday. Yes. yes. I'm going to put it out tonight. Um, decision day is Wednesday. Yes. So this, these are some hot takes we're taking here. Yeah. Guys, don't expect us though to have our episode out on Wednesday next week. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. On the weekend, yeah. per usual. Although, am I in New York this weekend? Next weekend? Yeah, I'm going to be. So we have to talk that out. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Again, we can meet up. Are you like super busy? We could, we, we'll plan this off the air. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll have this production meeting off the air. Yeah. Okay. So let's do, let's start with the snooze fest, Stephen Noy. What are we thinking? All right, let me look at my notes. You know, with Stephen Noy, I think that there is potential because they mm-hmm. are the most solid out of all the couples. Not that much drama. Yes, there is the whole issue of like, well, are you employable? But I think that they could get past that. And yeah. Steve is really putting like his best foot forward. And you could tell that he's trying. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he was trying to get her like an expensive ring is kind of like showing her like, look, I, I have yeah. the means. So you so- think they'll both say yes? I definitely think that he will say yes. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure about her though. I feel Because like... when they were saying goodbye in this last episode mm-hmm. for the night, the last night together, he was like, I love you. And she's like, no, I too. That's a move I would do. Yeah. I would leave him hanging. But that's yeah. just me. Um, I feel like she will say yes. I feel like he will say yes. I think when we heard her explaining to her friend this episode, like, you know what? I think he's just very like one-sided. I think he has to do one thing at a time Mm -hmm. and he's focusing on this. So I think maybe she's coming to terms with like, okay, he's focusing on this, but when the cameras are gone and the show's over, he'll do something else. He's got a multitasker. He needs one thing at a time. So I, I think they're going to both say yes. That's my prediction. And, you know, to be fair, it could be the same um, situation with Mark the Shark in the sense that, like, his job kind of wanted no part of this show. Yeah. And we're kind of like, yeah, you're not going to be on the show kind of thing. Very you're not going to be at work, you know, while yeah. you're on the show. So that could be part of it. Yeah, like, I can't imagine my university would be okay with me bringing along a camera crew and somebody in the bathroom screaming, I have small balls or whatever. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, I could see that. Okay. What about the shocks? The shocks. They're Mm. so stupid. The shocks and their Elmer glue. Elmer's glue. I'm totally me. I'm totally mailing you little Petri dishes of Elmer's glue. No. (laughs) God, no. Um, Yeah. Here's the thing. They should not be together. They should not be together assessment they should Agreed. not be together they're toxic together mm-hmm. they're bad outweighs all their good times agreed so there's no hope in there and mm-hmm. even in the last episode when mark is like telling her like it's, we're saying mark mock it's mock. Her, you know mm-hmm. thank you for helping me with this or that and then she's already talking about like we got to change this we got to change that we got to eliminate mm-hmm. this gotta, and it's like dude like just let him have a moment to be nice to you mm-hmm. she doesn't allow for that even though she's always asking for all of these things from him yeah his the thing about him and i talked about this a few episodes ago his world is very small mm-hmm. and i feel like her world is big 
And I don't know if they're going to make it, but they are 100% dumb enough to say yes on decision day. I feel like they both will say yes and, Mm -hmm. you know, be like, we'll see where this takes us. They'll be all smiles and by reunion, they'll be broken up. Broken up by reunion, 100%. Okay, what about Michael and Jasmina? Oh my God. Okay, Jasmina has made her mind up already. She's a hard no. I think she's going to say no too. She keeps saying she's waiting for the feelings and the connection, yeah. but putting zero effort in it really, because there's no physical touch. Mm-mm. They're pretty much buddy, buddy. Like at least they don't hate each other now because before they straight up hated each other. Mm-hmm. That is not enough for her to want to say yes. And I think that Michael, though he's still on the fence, he will say no because he knows that she's going to say no. Well, he- here's what will be interesting. Who will the producers have go first hmm. between them? I think if she goes first and says no, he'll say no. Yeah. I think if he goes first, he'll say yes. And Ooh. she'll say no. She's going to say no either way. She's going to say no. If she says yes, I'll be like, where is this coming from? Yeah. Remember how stunned we were with Gil and what was Mirla? Mirla. Yeah. I feel like my audio is doing something weird. No, you sound fine. Sounds okay to you? Okay. Yeah. Um, I feel like with uh, Gil and Mirla, we were blindsided. Remember? Totally. Mm-hmm. We were stunned. We thought for sure they were going to say no. And then they said yes. And there was like this, I love you. And then boom, broken up before reunion. Yep. Okay. What about, um, who do we have left? Oh, Owen Katina. Owen Katina. They're going to so, say yes. But here's the thing. Olajuwon telling Katina in the last episode to be selfish in her decision mm-hmm. as he is going to be is his way of testing her and telling her you should say no and put yourself first because that's what I would do and mm-hmm. I think this is just another mind trick another test to see if Katina will fall for it because if Katina says I'm going to put myself first and say no he's going to be like oh I respect that because she's a real woman, because mm-hmm. she stood up for herself, blah, 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 and go on this whole thing, but oh, still be resentful about it because but she said, turn him down. What does that really mean, though? Like, when you think about his point of view, if he's going to be selfish, mm-hmm. the selfish thing for him to do would want to be with her, right? The selfless yeah. thing would to be not. So it's interesting. I think for him, being selfish would be like, I'm going to be selfish and I'm not going to continue with this. Okay. Because you need to get your shit together, basically. But he's putting it on her because he wants her to say no. Because he doesn't want to say it. But I think she's going to say yes. I'm a hard yes for both of them. I think they're both going to say yes and I think they're still together. I think that they are still together, but I think Mm -hmm. that she's going to say yes. And he might pull some bullshit and say no. And then it'd be a whole drama because he always makes her cry. That's true. You are exactly right. She's going to go first. She's going to say yes. And Mm -hmm. he's going to give some real roundabout kind of answer, which he'll be saying yes all along. Yeah. Yes, you're right. Okay. It's just going to be like a word salad. It's going to be like, what are you talking about? This makes no sense. It's going to be kind of like, um, what's his name? Like Zachary <laughs> last season. Talking oh, in circles, just platitudes oh. and things. Saying one thing, saying another. It's like yeah. on camera, off camera. What is happening? That'll be interesting because that means that we have three out of four of them saying yes. Mm-hmm. That'll be really interesting. And I can't imagine 
that Mark and Lindsay are still together. I think I the not. I think the that. winning couples here are Steve and Noy. Mm-hmm. Although I don't know. I mean, Steve could surprise us. What Steve, if he says no? Because right, he's he could like, just be like, "Fuck you! I've had enough of this." Yeah, like you're putting me too much to the test. You don't mm-hmm. trust me, and I need trust. If you need you to don't trust- even want to live with me. Yeah, that's why am I here for him to say no? Yeah, yeah. All right, girl. So again, guys, we don't know when our episode will be out next week. It'll definitely be, you know, within reason. Saturday, Sunday, Monday, one of those days. Uh, <laughs> might be a little bit late because I'm going to see Ryan Adams. Oh, look at you in New York um, nice. on Saturday. So Timmy and I are just scooting in, going to see the show, Carnegie Hall, scooting out. Right. That's so cool. Well, tomorrow Mm -hmm. I'm going to Red Bank, New Jersey to the Secret Stash to meet up with Kevin Smith. I'm so excited. And the whole cast of Clerks is going to be there. So I'm super excited. I can't think of a more influential filmmaker to Gen X than Kevin Smith. Yeah. I mean, when I saw Clerks the first time I was in high school and they were my people. I was (laughs) like, these are the guys I'm dating. How did he find these people? It was so amazing. I, I just, I love him. I love his work. So yeah, I love Kevin Smith. I love his podcast. I, mm-hmm. I'm he's a like good a human. Fan. Mm-hmm. Um, and now he's vegan after his heart attack. Yep. Like he's changed so much. And he's just, you know, when I was going through my divorce, I was, I discovered Smodcast, like one of their podcasts with Scott Moser, his producer, longtime producer. And mm-hmm. it just brought me so much joy. Hmm. And it kind of brought me back to life. And I really was like, wow. I am so happy I found this. Really? And so every night I would just listen to the back catalog and just listen mm-hmm. to Kevin Smith and tell his stories and all these jokes and behind the scene tales. And mm. it was just amazing. Horrible accents, by the way, because they're always making fun <laughs> of Canadians. But, you know, it was just great dick and ball jokes. It's, oh, yeah. love it. Isn't it interesting? Like, I remember when I was working on the book with all the school shooting survivors and I was like in a really dark place. I found reality gaze and pink shade during that time. See, like, there you go. yeah. And they got me through that. Like just to be able to laugh so hard and st- I started watching 90 day fiance and I was like, Oh my God, this is so ridiculous. But it was like a, a glimpse of, of levity in like such a dark time. Yeah. Now, they will always like have a special place in my heart because of that. Yeah. And a pink shade for me and reality gaze, they both during the pandemic, they were my lifeline. Yes. Yes. They were my lifeline. Yep. yep. They really got me through it. You know, I lost a dear friend of mine in 2020 and mm-hmm. that's like, I'm still processing that loss. Sure. Yeah. And that was the only thing that got me out of bed because I could yeah. not, be, I physically could not get out of bed. I was just so heartbroken. Now, wait a minute. You're telling me little Joey didn't get you out of bed. You know, I would, I would actually leave him in the living room and I would lock myself in the room. I would be in bed. So you were so heartbroken. Even Joey. Like I would get up. No, I would get up to feed my pets, obviously, sure, sure, and sure. up after them. But it was back to bed and the dark covers. Yeah. And it was you were like in awful. a, dep- you were in a depression. It, I was in a really bad depression. Yeah. 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 It's interesting. Cause I was talking about um, the end of the pandemic and I feel like are and you and I work in similar industries. They just mm-hmm. expect the pandemic's over. Everybody come back to normal. Everything's great. It's not. Um, it's can not I just over. say that it's... at my job, we just had, I've been going fucking crazy 
like organizing these events, like symposiums mm-hmm. and these uh, talks and all these things with all these guests and coordinating and renting out spaces and all this shit. A whole bunch of people that attended that symposium that I coordinated ended up with COVID. Yeah. Yeah. So now everybody's contact tracing. I had to fly out to Florida. Mm. Of course, I tested right before, like the day sure. before and all sure. throughout that week because there was no way I was going to near that baby with COVID. Well, no way. And it's like, if you have, you know, I, I, and I know you don't have children, but this applies to anybody. The mm-hmm. pandemic, the the psychological and emotional toll that that took on us is not over. You just can't be like reset. Everybody's back to normal. It's really crazy. And you know, these, uh, Leslie and I both work in higher ed and everybody is very cognizant and trying to really accommodate the students experience. Yes. But like, meanwhile, you know, you know what it reminds me of, and this is super dark jump ahead guys, trigger warning. Um, a lot of the teachers who wrote for our book talked about having to go back to school after the shooting and how they were going to take time off, but they felt like they had to be there for their students. Of course. And it was like, just, just another thing that you pile on teachers, right? Like Mm -hmm. we have to go back and help our students come out of this pandemic and try to learn. Meanwhile, we're still suffering and our, our kids are still suffering. So it's like, it's just, it's just crazy. Like the pandemic really changed this country and it's lingering and lingering and lingering. And when we have moments like uh, Lindsay in the bowling alley, mm-hmm. Alyssa on those tennis courts, you know, guys, just grab those moments and hold them for what they are, because that is the levity we all need to get through. What year are we in? 2022. 2022. I, it doesn't even feel like, I don't even know half the time I don't even know what day it is I'm just like <laughs> just moving forward like let's just get to the weekend that's I'm just living for the weekend that's just me living for the week isn't that a song yeah yeah, yeah. okay <laughs> I just can't deal with anything I just want to I want to stay home so bad the numbers are rising in New York City it's uh, just don't it's tell me scary. that I'm coming there yeah um I feel like we just need to quit our jobs mm-hmm. and just pick up more reality shows to talk about and just talk about reality shows all day. Yes, I okay. agree. And okay. I am totally for that. <laughs> what, aside from Married at First Sight, what is like the number one reality show you cannot miss? That when you're behind, it's the one you watch first. Oh, it's stupid 90 day because of all okay. the podcasts I listen to. <laughs> okay. Do you want to know what mine one is? That I have to listen to. Sure. Love after lockup, baby. <laughs> oh yeah, that's the second one. <laughs> I'm actually behind. I need to like catch up. Oh, it's so great. And it is. I think isn't tonight, isn't tonight the like finale for yeah. this season? Yep. Yep. I just saw what's his name. Um, the one that had Nicole Jr. last Deontay, season. Deontay. Deontay. <laughs> he posted a picture with some girl. I think oh. some girl that Lindsay or something. Someone, it was just some girl from a previous season today. Oh, was it Lindsay? I think so. Like Scott, that Lindsay? Yeah, I think so. Oh, yikes. Deontay, stay out of the fray, dude. Just, yeah. you're a good dude. Just stay, stay away from these people. Yeah. <laughs> All right, girl. So uh, again, guys, follow us on Instagram. That's kind of where we're most active, Six Degrees of Reality TV. We have a website, sixdegreesofrealitytv.com. You can email us. 
you can leave us a review. You can subscribe. You can share, pass the word around. Anything you can do to help us grow, we appreciate it. We yes. need to grow because we're small like Mark's balls. <laughs> we're tiny, <laughs> tiny balls. All right, Leslie, tell everyone where they can find you. Well, if you want to see my debut at the Met Gap, <laughs> you can go to my Instagram at Sinister Girls. Mm-hmm. Uh, my Photoshop skills are very, very high up there. Um, <laughs> just know good. that, that um, it was, I was wearing that for the christening of my godson. It was super fun in Florida and um, the dress cost me like three bucks. <laughs> it's not about the price tag, honey. It's about the fit and I fit in anywhere. If I was a New York yes. City housewife, that would be my tagline. You're yes. welcome. Okay. All right. Never watched a, a housewife show. Uh, you need to get on it. I know. I don't um, all right. And I'm over at Gen X. This is why. And let me tell you something. Were you a little house on the prairie watcher or no? I kind of watched it off and on when it was, you know, after Dr. Quinn, medicine woman, you know, the oh, I love that show. <laughs> love that show. we just got to the episode Sylvia, where the young girl is raped by a man wearing a clown mask. Do you remember that trauma? Oh God. No. It is, you say to anybody who's, who grew up Gen X, what are the most traumatic moments from the house on the brain they will say sylvia and the blind school fire these are moments that are etched in our being and we remember them so good times over on gen x this is why where we're talking about clown rain so head on over there if you're looking for, for something to listen to yeah well that on that note <laughs> on that note all right guys so thanks for listening and we'll see you soon bye Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.